Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Paradox and Friends podcast. We're joined once again by the lovely host, Paradox himself. Hey. Okay. He left you hanging. He didn't he didn't high five you. First and foremost, we have a lot to work on for the intro, Ronnie. That was not organic. It felt forced. I was just copying you, dude. And it really threw off my vibe. Like I had a whole thing ready to go, and now I just don't know what to say or do. We also have changed our name officially to the Paradox and Friends podcast. Official, as of today, that is official. Okay, that's more like it. I'm just kidding. It's great to be back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not allowed to talk until you say my name. (laughs) Tiger belly rules. Gilgamesh is here too, boys. So, uh, you guys don't even give a fuck if I'm here, do you? (laughs) I'm just playing. I love being here, and uh, welcome back, everybody. You're great for filling in that empty void that we tend to leave around. Who, me? Yeah. Are you saying I talk too fucking much? Let's just say that you're kind of like dark matter. You know what I mean? We don't know what you are. You're right. I fill all the space. <laughs> we don't know what you are. We don't understand it, but you fill up a lot of space. God damn, dude. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the human brain is an incredible creature. It's soft, mushy, and wrinkly, yet it's capable of adapting love, hate, and the invention of the Nintendo GameCube. Even though this piece of soggy tofu is incredible, it can easily be manipulated. In fact, I got a couple tests for you gentlemen that I want to start this podcast off with. Riney. How wrinkly is your brain? I've never really seen my brain, so I'm assuming pretty average. So you look at your butthole a lot, but not your brain, is what you're saying? Basically. Understandable. Ronnie Pooh, spell McDonald's. M-A-C-W-O-R-L-D. God damn it, I already (laughs) fucked up. That's not how I'm supposed to do it. God damn it, dude. (laughs) Let's start over, okay? All right. You, oh man, you spelled it perfectly though. I, that would win the spelling bee. You spelled that great. <laughs> what am I spelling? Are you ready? Yeah, let's do this. M C D O N A L D S. What does that spell? Did you like spell it wrong? McDonald's or something? No! <laughs> <laughs> I think he's trying to say Macworld. M-C-D-O-N-A-L-D-S. What does that spell? McDonald's. <laughs> you son of a bitch, dude. <laughs> fuck you and fuck your brain, okay? McDonald's? McDonald's? Whatever. McDowell's? You're a stupid fuck, and that's all I was trying to point out. Are you ready for your test, Gilgamesh? No, no, no. All right. I bet I can get you to say no. Okay? Bet. There's two doors directly in front of you. Uh-huh. One to the left and one to the right. Which door do you go through? Ah, oh, shit. Well, I try to stay right, so I'll go to the left. Okay, so you're going to the left door? Okay. That's what Beyonce says. She actually says to the left because black people have no rights, but... Oh, shit! Yeah. Anyway, so you go to the left door. When you go to the left door, there's two more doors in front of you. One to the left and one to the right. Which one do you go through? NASCAR rules. Go left. Oh, you've heard this one already? No. Got him. 
<laughs> you fucking stupid piece of shit. Hey, fuck! <laughs> you see how long it took him to realize what happened? <laughs> Dude, I was like an AI drifting in space saying, impossible, could not miscalculate. What is this fuck talking about? <laughs> and then I realized I said no. You fooled me. I feel like a goddamn buffoon. <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, is how you manipulate the human brain. I would have got Ronnie really good too, but he just doesn't want to play along. So I don't know what I don't know what else to say. Was I right that you fucked me? <laughs> no, I, I had like a whole thing ready, and you just fucked off. I was obviously spelling McDonald's correctly. You spelled it wrong, you douche nigga. <laughs> no, I did it. Oh my god, you spelled it wrong. I swear to God, you missed the end, bro. You spelled it. M C D O A. No, D O N. You missed the N, bro. No, he said D O N A L D A S. No! No, he did not spell McDonald's. He spelled McDonald's. He left the N out. McDonald's. McDonald's? <laughs> you stupid bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and that is how you manipulate the human brain, ladies and gentlemen. Now. Who noticed the gorilla in the background? <laughs> Can we try this just one more time? No, let's do this again. We're going to try this one more time because I really want to go through with this psychological Torture. social experiment for our lovely listeners. Riny Poo, what am I spelling? M-C-D-O-N-A-L-D-S. Oh, he's still spelling it wrong. That's more like it. McDonald's. Thank you. No apostrophe. Thank you. I'm spelling McDonald's, right? That time, yeah. Okay, good. What am I spelling now? M-C-D-O-U-G-L-E-S. McDouglas. I guess, yeah, I guess I, that'll work. I was going for McDougals, but McDouglas works as well. Give him a round of applause, ladies and gentlemen. Next question. What am I spelling now, Ronnie? M-A-C... H-I-N-E. Can you spell it again? M-A-C-H-I-N-E. Can you use it in a sentence? Machine. Fuck! God, <laughs> God damn it. You gave me too much time to think about it. Well, you're supposed to answer right when I say it, you fuck. You never stipulated that. You're right. <laughs> and that just shows how stupid I am. You're like a terrible fucking sphinx. Yeah. So what is the moral of that story? You got to be on your A game, bro. You got to be quicker than that. Oh, you almost had it. You got to be quicker than that. You got to be quicker than that. You got to be quicker than that. The moral of the story is that black lives matter. Amen, brother. Now, before we get to your guys incredible topics at hand i do have a couple of other things i want to get across to you guys i have all these psychological mind fucks on my end right good dude i want to talk about psychology more i want to see how good you guys can carry a story i know Wait. you specifically gilgamesh can deal with this i just need to close my window real quick because there's a guy looking at me Damn, if I let him look at me for one second longer, he would have had it all figured out. He's on to you. All right, let's continue. Okay, Gilgamesh. Let's say that you owned a lovely African gray parrot. Extremely rare and extremely expensive. But ever since he overheard your secret, you can't trust him whenever anyone else is around. What do you do? Butt stuff is a deal breaker. That's all it says in public. A woman who doesn't do butt stuff is a deal breaker. That's my dark secret. <laughs> so do you just let it ride or do you get rid of the woman or the parrot? Actually, I like that the parrot kind of puts it out there. Like I wear my heart on my sleeve, you know, like I want it to be advertised. <laughs> like <laughs> if you're coming around my master, I want you to know up front. If you don't do butt stuff, it's a deal breaker. Put it all on the table. It's pretty embarrassing, but uh, like I don't want to take that parrot to church, for instance. Okay. Or a funeral. Good answer. Now, Ronnie Poo, yours is a little more deep, and it involves a lot of explanation. Okay. Neck deep. Ronnie, let's say you die, and there's only darkness. After a few eternities alone, you jokingly say, let there be light. And then there was light. How do you go about this? 
Does that mean that I'm God? Let's say that you're God and you're creating a universe. Walk us through your steps of creating the perfect universe. Let's see here. I would start out by leaving the dinosaurs around. Yeah, they're chill. I'd bring the dinosaurs back and then I'd make sure that um, they had equal rights. You know, I'd be a pretty just God, honestly. I wouldn't, like, murder you for being a homosexual. So gay shit would be all right. Yep, gay dinosaur shit. Would you encourage it as a god? Um, I wouldn't encourage it, but I wouldn't discourage it either. <laughs> All right, Paradox, enough of your weak-ass story prompts. I got a story <laughs> prompt for you. Okay. You awaken with the sound of horse, horse hoofs beating in the distance. <laughs> There's a flame roaring. You can feel the heat Ooh. on your face as you awaken and smoke fills the chamber that you're in. You look around and see a room full of mangled corpses absolutely torn to shreds it can only be a sword that did this kind of damage outside you hear where is he he ran inside that shed you realize that you might be in the very shed they're speaking about what do you do first and foremost i look down at my body and i look down at my hands covered in blood by this point i'm trembling with fear and excitement yet i feel strength rising through my soul I reach down through one of the bodies and I look through it and I find a small dagger enchanted with frost. I grab that dagger and I slit my fucking throat and I kill myself. Game over. Dude, you just fucking found the only way to win that scenario. Suicide is always the answer, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Not really, though. No, nah, don't kill yourself. You're, yeah. So, okay, fuck all that bullshit. <laughs> One thing that I saw today that I thought was pretty fascinating is that there were multiple boats that sunk during a Trump boat parade on Lake Travis. Did you guys hear about that? They say the gods are cruel at sea, man. Cruel. I mean, first of all, I had no idea that boat parades were such a thing. It's pretty classy, though. Very classy. I mean, some of them even had helicopters fucking flying over. Like, it's baller shit, to be honest. <laughs> and I mean, who would have thought that Poseidon was a libtard? You know what I mean? They would he was not vibing. Fucking, he was not vibing. He sent him sleeping with the manatees. And so I looked at some of the photos, and it was devastation. You know, some of the boats, for some fucking reason, were all completely on fire. I don't know how that shit just happens. <laughs> There's a guy with fire arrows in the distance. <laughs> yeah. Like a Robin Hood libtard hybrid. <laughs> I kept thinking to myself, I really hope those flags are okay. Have you noticed that most <laughs> Trump fucks can't just have one Trump flag? Yeah, there's usually two at least. There'll be the Blue Lives Matter American blue and black flag, and there'll be the Trump Make America Great Again flag. And then the new Enough with the Bullshit flag or whatever. Or Fuck Your Feelings, Trump 2020. <laughs> that was Ryan's homies. I feel like a lot of these Trump fucks would let Trump fuck their wives right in front of them, and they'll be okay with it. Dude, if it guaranteed it would keep um, the, uh, the silent majority in power, hell yeah, brother. I'm Donald Trump, and I approve this message. Mm -hmm. It's kind of weird, though. I had a dream last night that I was shopping at Walmart with Joe Biden. <laughs> I wasn't specifically shopping with him. Did he touch your shoulders? Did he sniff your hair? He nibbled on my ear a little bit, but <laughs> besides that... Um, That's gentle. No, I was in a Walmart, and um, something happened, and he just came out of the bread section just talking about all this fucking shit going on in the world. How about them Hawaiian rolls, eh? <laughs> and needless to say, I woke up in a cold sweat. But yeah, um... <laughs> He's Nacho Supreme, dude. Speaking of Nacho Supreme, did you hear the bad news about Taco Bell? Dude, they're removing so many menu items, dude. Devastating. No more chicken for your bitch ass. You know, I never ate the Mexican pizza, but for some reason, it still hurt that they were taking it away. It's like, I just wanted it to be available. You know what I mean? I like seeing it on the corner of the screen, you know? It's comforting to see that circular, delicious meal in the top right of the menu. Did you hear crunch wraps are outlawed? You know, if crunch wraps are wrong, then I don't want to be right. Right, Ronnie? <laughs> I could live without crunch wraps. You motherfuck, dude. Bro, when they first came out, they were so perfect. They were thick and full of meat. And then when they became a permanent item, they just said, fuck your meat. It's mostly lettuce and sour cream now. 
mostly lettuce and sour cream. <laughs> it's like the two most unpleasurable ingredients. But it's still good for some reason. I don't know. Taco Bell was such an important part of our lives growing up, wasn't it? It's still such an important part of my life. Like, Do you think growing up in a town like we did where it's mostly fast food, that's like everything in our world, it's like that's what you do for fun is go to fast food of various types. Do you think that's pretty much affected how, how we view food? It does. And like I told you guys before, I am severely addicted to fast food and it's destroying my life. Dude, I can't wait till the paradox episode of my 600 pound life and you're censoring your balls with your own lard. Oh, man. I really don't know if I'm ever going to become obese as much as I want to. Let's try, dude. Let's try. I try. Let's get you fat as fuck. I'll literally eat a tub of Crisco and nothing will happen. Now, Ronnie, are you still on your chocolate kick? I know for a, a while you've been all about sweets and shit. Are you still like that? Mm, not as much lately. Did it ever bother you that sneakers look veiny? No, not really. But sneakers has never been my favorite anyways. Really? I'm more of a Reese's guy, boy. Mm. But peanut butter. Number one candy bar. You know, I'm torn between whatchamacallits and Twix. Good fucking choice, though, dude. God damn. Whatchamacallit's a legend, man. With a glass of milk, don't fuck around. You know what I mean? I've never had that combo, dog. But I gotta tell you, whatchamacallit used to be our after bingo treat. But anyway, how y'all feel about um, large gleezies? You know, there are some advanced gleezies like the bratwurst and summer sausage. I think they're great. And I think the less bites you take while eating it, the better it tastes. Definitely. I saw a recent TikTok of a guy who's it basically says like guys whenever their homies aren't around and he's got a whole platter covered in different lengths of gleezy like there's <laughs> there's short ones there's like little smokies there's standard gleezies kielbasas there's smoked sausage and then he has this huge fucking like log of bologna or something like a huge fucking gleezy yeah yeah, yeah. i've seen those dude it's excellent man the gleezy content on tiktok right now is a fucking nine out of ten highly recommend you guys scope that out if you haven't you know, I never knew that glizzies, a lot of sausages were made with, is it intestines? Yeah, the skin, yeah. Yeah, I used to think it was just like a clear casing that you could just eat. A delicious, snappy casing, yeah. It's so weird that we take a tube that's normally full of actual shit and fill it with the animal's own flesh. And that's a sausage. The idea of a glizzy is truly disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> but you throw mustard in that motherfucker and it's delicious. Dude, Ryan, what was your conclusion after a few of those glizzy videos we watched? You already know my opinion, bro. I'm not about ketchup at all. But what do we notice a trend of? You're trying to get me to make a racist statement, bro. <laughs> you made it earlier. I, just I don't to get where this it. is going at all. I wanted him to repeat a racist statement that he made earlier, but no. I didn't make a racist statement. I made an observation. But <laughs> I mean, Gilgamesh came back with a racist rebuttal. No, it wasn't. Ryan basically said all these TikToks, he's like, man, black people like ketchup on hot dogs, huh? <laughs> That's a good observation. I feel like it's weird that some people like mayo on their hot dogs, but I kind of want to try it. Never seen such a thing. Really? I've seen it before. I think it's weird. Won't fuck with it. But I think it's worth a shot. Oh my god, dude, I just remembered something kind of gross. So my roommate, when I was in the military, was this Mexican dude from Texas. And he told me he had a traumatization when he was a younger because his aunt used to babysit him and she would actually get a jar of mayonnaise and dip hot Cheetos into it and eat them. Ugh. And she would offer them to him. She'd be like, come on, mijo, like, do you want some Cheetos? And she would dip them in fucking mayonnaise and offer them to him. And he would like go to his room and like throw up in the corner. <laughs> he was traumatized by his aunt just eating a jar of mayonnaise by dipping fucking Cheetos into it. What an odd combo, right? Yeah, that's pretty traumatic, I think. Anything with that, like, red, fake, spicy flavor or any mayonnaise would make him, like, almost gag. Like, if he couldn't be in the same room with you. What a fucking weirdo. <laughs> for sure, one thing that I can't fucking stand. So you know how for breakfast, if you have, like, pancakes and, like, a full breakfast, you might have eggs on there, too? Yeah. If syrup gets on my eggs, I can't fucking stand it. I won't eat it. Yeah, It tastes like iron or something. I think there's a chemical fucking reaction that happens. It makes it taste like metal or something, but I can't stand it if syrup gets on eggs of any kind. Do you have any weird food combinations, Ryan and Pooh? There's like something popular around here called the peanut butter pickle bacon burger. Jesus, fuck. 
that's like a common thing that everyone around here likes. So I'm really about that too. Peanut butter pickled bacon burger. Yeah, buddy. It's really good. It's similar to like a chicken and waffles vibe. Oh my God. I just remembered an embarrassing fucking time when I ordered chicken and waffles at a village inn, and the guy thought I was racist. <laughs> really? I swear. So I was in Las Cruces, New Mexico. I went to university there. I was with my older brother and some friends and our server. I didn't even fucking give a fuck. I didn't notice at all, honestly. I just ordered chicken and waffles. And our server sends the manager out to come and confront me and say, hey, um, our server feels like you might have made a racist comment. I was like, what racist (laughs) comment? I haven't fucking said anything. And he's like, he said you ordered chicken and waffles from him. That's not even a menu item here. Oh, my God. I ordered chicken strips and an order of fucking waffles i ordered fucking chicken and waffles he's like yeah but that's not like <laughs> he didn't know what to say to me i was like that's all i said i said i ordered i would like an order of chicken strips and i would like an order of waffles what, was your scalp freshly shaved no no i had normal hair and shit and, and the, ser- <laughs> the server asked me twice he said you're ordering chicken and waffles he, he asked me almost like he couldn't believe it and i was like i couldn't understand why he was sending me a weird vibe like it's not a common thing to get. He he asked me like, "Are you seriously ordering chicken and waffles?" I am black. Like, I didn't even fucking think about that. I wanted fucking chicken strips and waffles, and this motherfucker made a huge scene about it. I still got my chicken strips and my waffles, but it was real fucking awkward. Like, I couldn't wait to leave. Yeah, it's awkward when you get in predicaments like that when you're not like there's no harm intended or there's no malicious thoughts involved. Man. It's just like what you said, like, if you don't like this shit, there's something wrong with you. And chicken and waffles is delicious universally, so fuck off. Absolutely. proceeded to ask for a glass of Kool-Aid, bro. (laughs) Fuck off. Watermelon slices? (laughs) Refreshing. Whoa! (laughs) That that got picked up on my mic. Oh my god. That's what happens. I think I'm actually lactose intolerant, but I love fucking cheese, baby. Have you always been that way? Yeah, man. What a fucking miserable curse to be bestowed upon you. And I still eat cheese and milk all the time. It just hurts to eat it? Yeah, I just go through suffering. I think that's what blood butt came from, but now that the aliens fixed my asshole, I'm all good. I can tear that shit up. The aliens saw the importance in cheese. So like, let's morph this caveman and give him the ability to handle cheese, but just barely. You know what I heard the other day? I was listening to the Joe Rogan podcast. There's this theory that humans became so overly fucking intelligent compared to other creatures because of psychedelic mushrooms. Called Soma. Yeah, for sure. I could totally believe that some kind of introduction to a broader way of thinking or some kind of chemical could awaken sentience in in a primal mind. You know what I mean? Like, let's say deer are out there eating these Amanita muscaria mushrooms. Like, who's to say that they don't eventually figure some shit out, you know? I remember the first time that I did it. It completely changed me as a person. And I'm putting that on everything. Let's talk about that night a, a second. I remember that night, I think. Was that the same night with by the train tracks and, like, we tried to go to some party or some shit? Yeah, so I remember I was just chilling at the house, and you and Stilts, you guys hit me up. It was a weekend. I was chilling. And by this point, I did nothing. You know, I, don't, I didn't even smoke weed. I didn't do anything. It's safe to say you were a gentleman, I think. I was a gentleman, and at that point, I was kind of a judgy person. You know, I would judge people, and I was closed-minded. I was afraid of things that I didn't understand. A bigot fuckface, if you will. And you guys came over. You managed to convince me that eating seven fucking grams of mushrooms was okay and a regular thing to do, right? I'm a goofball. So I ate the fuck out of these. And it was a fuck ton. Especially if you're skinny. Skinny, yes. Skinny, lightweight, like everything just hits me like a ton of bricks. And then we go out to a house party and it's in the countryside. It was pretty fucking cool out there. It was really cool and it was bumping. I think somebody whipped out a gas mask. Do you remember that Gilgamesh? Yeah, that was actually my gas mask. It was a bong mask. <laughs> it was a bong mask. I think maybe I smoked maybe a couple times, to be fair. 
at this point i was starting to feel it right i'm starting to trip balls and so it was my turn to hit the gas mask and i put it on my face i instantly feel like it's one of those face huggers from the alien movie <laughs> I feel like it's just eating my face so i start freaking out and i start to try to rip it off but it's just stuck on my head and it's all rubber and it's just like my hair is stuck in it and i'm all sweaty and gross we should also mention you had very long hair at this moment I ripped that shit off, and I don't even think I got a hit, right? So, I think this party was in Portales, was it not? Yeah, so it was actually toward Portales, but it was in the countryside between Portales and Clovis. Okay, so it was a countryside in between Portales and Clovis, which is like a 15-minute drive in between. It's not that far. Yeah. So, we leave that party. I'm balls deep in a trip, you know? I'm living a Disney movie. Colors, everything. It would get to the point to where every time I blinked, everything would be outlined in just colors, rainbow colors. And I remember driving back from the Portales area, and you were telling me that story from the Bible of some dude who would like look back and see like his family turn into salt or something. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that's the story of Sodom and Gomorrah. Uh, yeah, he's telling me the story, and I'm living it. I'm freaking out, and I'm visualizing everything, and it's just all hitting me, right? Yeah. Gilgamesh starts to tell me that this road that we're taking, we're stuck on an infinite loop. We're stuck. We're never going to get back to town. You're never going to see grandma. You're never going to see grandpa. <laughs> I was such a jerk because I knew I was fucking with you. Like, I had my shit together. I was actually fucking with you. Like, I'm such a jerk for that. We eventually get back to town, and my cousin Stilts, he had an SUV. It was like an old school suburban. And we were bumping music loud. Huh. I started having a bad trip. Like the music was really loud. I just started overthinking everything. I just kind of started thinking about my life up to that point, my future, everything. It was all just hitting me. And we got to the train tracks. I remember the music was really loud and I started to panic. And so I had my phone and I remember thinking, I was like, oh my God, it's like, I got, I got to call them. I'm tripping out. I don't know what to do. And so like I had them on the phone, but I was like, oh no, I'll talk to the boys. And so they're in the front seat having a good old jolly time. We're just. Do you know if grandma actually said anything when you called her? I never called her. Oh, okay. I thought you actually did call. Nope. I lean up and I'm laying down on the back and I start to yell at the guys like, guys, I'm, I'm really freaking out. I, I, I don't know what to do. It's like, I'm just tripping balls. I'm in this moment of desperation and I feel like I need help. What does stilts do? Turns up the music and drowns out my cries. You're like, please, could you turn it down? I'm very uncomfortable. <laughs> so he's like, we're in the train yard and they're like stopped right in front of a train track. I start to think that we're on the train tracks. And so like I sit up and I'm just like freaking out and I'm like yelling at them. I was like, guys, we're on the train track and I can hear the train coming, right? We're about to get hit by a fucking train. So I think this is the moment I'm going to die. Tripping balls. And I can just feel it, the train approaching. And then what do I see? A group of elderly men on ATVs drive by. I was like, am I seeing this? Hello, bucko. A bunch of elderly guys on ATVs just cruising through the train yard. You weren't tripping, dude. There was actually three guys on ATVs. So you could verify that. In the middle of the night, dude. But while they were approaching, I could feel the rumble of the train about to take our very lives. I remember you were screaming at the window like, hey, hey, help. Help! <laughs> I just felt helpless. We eventually, I mean, a lot of things happened in between. I don't remember much of it. It was so long ago. But I remember we eventually ended back up at Gilgamesh's house. It was a shed of debauchery, so to yes. speak. And we're chilling in there. And I don't know if we were watching ancient aliens or just talking about aliens. And it just, just blew my fucking mind. Just talking about the possibilities of the universe and just realizing that there was more to the picture than just my misery life. I can actually remember that. It brought me back down to Earth. Mathematically, there has to be aliens. That's what we were talking about. How mathematically it's impossible that there's not at least one other Earth-type instance. We eventually stay up through the entire night, no sleep, and we walk to McDonald's. Do you remember that? Yeah, man. We walked to McDonald's. On mushrooms. Like, why did we even go to Macworld? I, I, I know I wasn't happy when I ate. 
Yeah, I, I think maybe I just wanted a McGriddle or something, but I remember walking in. It was an awful experience. And just seeing a group of elderly men in the corner just drinking their coffee, and I'm just like, God, these motherfuckers are already up. Faces morphing. Yeah, but ever since that day, it truly changed the way I see the world and the way I live my life. Why not try to make friends with that person sitting at that party? Like, why not talk to people? You know what I mean? What do you get out of it if you just sit there to yourself? You know what I mean? What do you lose? Now, obviously, this is before I realized that people can really fuck you over. You know, that, that comes with the territory. Yeah. But, um... I want to say my memory of that night was quite exactly like yours, honestly. I think you told it very accurately. But what I would add is that my night ended very differently than yours. Really? So mm. I actually mm. got a call from my parents mm. who were wondering mm. where I was because it was one in the morning. And my brother, who's in college at Cruces, and I'm a senior in high school or whatever. So they're like, where the fuck are you? It's one in the morning. Come home now. Oh, my God. I am on 13 grams of mushrooms. That's an ungodly amount of mushrooms for anyone, including a large wildebeest like myself. I'm a big man, and I was a big man back then in high school. And that's a lot of mushrooms. It doesn't matter who you are. That's fucking outrageous. I was on a hero's dose. Like, I was on a strange animal creature level. I was basically deep in it whenever I got home. And my dad is waiting in the fucking dining room with the only light on above the dining room table. And the rest of the house is pitch black. And he says, son, sit down. Oh, my. He's in his boxers and nothing else. His tattoos all over his body. His eyes are bloodshot. He looks like a fucking Mexican silverback gorilla ready to tear my throat out. He's sitting down, breathing heavily. He says, tell me what you've been doing tonight, son. <laughs> oh, my God. I sat down. I said, you know what, Dad? I'm not going to lie. Because I knew I was going to be acting weird. I said, I'm not going to lie. I'm high right now. I smoked weed. So I just fessed up to smoking weed in that moment to say that's why I'm acting kind of fucking weird. Because I knew that I couldn't act normal in this conversation. Oh yeah, there's no way around it. I started out by owning up to weed and he accepted that. I could tell that he had bought it because he was pissed. He said, you're fucking high right now? I said, yeah. He's like, we're going to talk about this in the morning. Go to bed. <laughs> I was like so grateful. I was like, oh my god. Wow. But I swear the flames of hell were building in the background like. <laughs> now, I go back to my room. And in there I had a huge California king size waterbed. I remember that. Right. So I lay down on that waterbed and, you know, I'm up for probably like two hours just tripping balls in my room. And, and you know, the reality is coming down on me that, you know, tomorrow morning I'm going to have to talk to my dad and deal with the fact that I told him I was stoned. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, that's a much better penalty than what it would be if I had told him I was high as fuck on mushrooms. You know what I mean? He would have ripped off your fucking head. Yeah, he wouldn't even comprehend it, I don't think. So, so like, I told him I was drunk and that I had tried marijuana and that I was high and that I don't feel like we should talk right now. He said, okay, go to bed. So we're going to talk, though, in the morning. I was <laughs> so fucking scared. So imagine being on a 13-gram dose of mushrooms knowing that Judgment Day is tomorrow morning. Like, I was fucking losing it, man. I wouldn't have been able to sleep. I wouldn't have been able to do nothing. I would have just been sitting there. You bet your fucking ass I wasn't able to sleep. And so I lay down on my bed and I'm listening to like ELO, Strange Magic. And as you hear the the violin playing, I start to sink into the waterbed. And I see the outline of my body above me getting smaller and smaller as I sink deeper into the waterbed. And then the bottom of the waterbed collapses and I feel myself free falling into a fucking chasm. And I look to my left and right. And I see little pockets of light, and inside the pockets of light are individual cells of people being tormented by their past mistakes and, and evils that they've committed, and it was basically falling through hell. And as you get deeper down, you see more fucked up shit inside the rooms. And eventually, I got down into the bottom and I fell into basically the lake of fire of, like, basically lava. <laughs> and down there, I see, like, all kinds of people being fucking brutally tormented and, like, huge fucking behemoth-sized demons just fucking shredding people into meat and then, like, coming back together and being tormented again repeatedly. 
Damn. So I basically had a very realistic experience with hell. What the fuck? And I felt the pain of being tormented. I was in multiple of those small rooms that you pass on the way down to hell. I, I was experiencing multiple people's hells. There was like hells where a guy could have saved his daughter, but she killed herself right in front of him, and you get to watch it over and over again. Um, there's all kinds of tormenting hells that you could possibly be in. It depends on how evil you were in your life and what kind of shit you fucked off. But hell could basically be right now. If you let your life be miserable enough. God. That's my conclusion from that mushroom trip. That's insane. But the way this mushroom trip ends is that I find myself falling onto the ground and... As soon as I hit the ground, I snap back to the real world, and I'm on my all fours on the carpet next to my waterbed in my room. Everything is real, but it's fucking wobbly and fucking warping and shit. I walk outside, I look up at the sky, and the entire sky has the same color and appearance and texture as the flesh inside of your mouth. Oh. So that fleshy texture. And all over the sky... There are these huge fucking holes, massive holes that had to be like half a mile wide. And dangling from the center of the hole is like huge fucking human tongues just fucking flopping, like dangling. Huge, meaty, realistic ass fucking human tongues just hanging. And you can see them far in the distance. And I look up at the sky and I'm like crying and I'm like, please God, get me out of here. Like, this is fucking horrible. One of the tongues starts to come down and come and come toward my face and it turns into a hand and it goes inside of my mouth and I start to just vomit everywhere. And as soon as I start vomiting, in real life, everything just goes back to normal. All the shit starts warping back to clouds and, and like the clouds in the sky replace the fleshy texture and the trees that were all warped and dancing become normal and I just see a puddle of orange juice and mushroom stems. Oh fucking god, I had no idea this happened. That was also my first mushroom trip. Thirteen? Yeah. Game over! Do you think maybe the whole encounter with Father Bear caused you to go into this bad trip? <laughs> Man, I definitely don't think it helped, but I think that shit was destiny. You know, I think I had to have this cosmic experience with hell. Son of a bitch, dude. I don't know how I would handle that. It's always instilled me with fear and respect for psychedelics. Yeah, you have to approach it like that. I don't fuck around. I don't go heavy. It's good. Because then you start seeing tongues coming from the fucking sky. Goddamn, dude. Unbelievable. Man, I'm glad we got onto this topic randomly. This was not on the agenda, ladies and gentlemen. That's wild. Have you ever... Oh, yeah. How's about to ask Ronnie <laughs> if he's ever gone to that level, but we've already discussed that. Yeah, he has. <laughs> he totally has. <laughs> we had a whole episode about that one. It was one of the best, by the way. Are you guys still going to Vegas? Yeah, man. We're going to Vegas, baby. When's this? Oh, it's late September, dog. We're going to lose some... No, I'm going to win some money. I'm going to try to be optimistic. We're going to the 26th through the 29th, bro. 26th to the 29th. Oh, you sons of bitches. We're staying at a hotel where... All right, we're staying at a casino where may or may not... Or uh, stilts. <laughs> let's go ahead and censor that. Where stilts may or may not be banned from. So we're going to see how that reservation goes. Really? <laughs> yeah, he said he may have, may have gotten banned there. Do you oh, know? oh, that totally reminded me. You got to tell us that story because you were there, bro. Ket events. Um, you were there. You were there for the event where he may be banished. The backstory basically is that you guys were all there at an Herbalife convention. Tell the Vegas Herbalife story. The Luxor Casino. Was that in Vegas? That was in Vegas. At the Luxor. Apparently, um, y'all had a little trippy of a time and things got out of hand. <laughs> oh, yes. And he got banned. Oh, my God. We have a rough understanding of what happened, but we'd love to hear the perspective of someone who was actually there. Okay. That's right. That was in Vegas. We're just putting two stories on you this pod, but if, as long as you can handle it. Oh, that's, it's great. I love it. I'm enjoying it. So this one time we went, I think it was for EDC we went. We went for EDC, uh, which is a humongous music festival that happens over there. While we were there, my cousin Stilts was there as well, and he went for an Herbalife convention. And at this point, he was balls deep into Herbalife. 
Yeah, he was very invested. He he believed. He believed in it, and he wanted to get us onto this train because he said, you know what? The train is departing. You better fucking hop onto this right now. And so we're like, okay, let's do it. So we go meet up with him, and he's taking it very seriously. You know, he wants to move up in the ranks, and he's doing his thing. And we're just there. You know, we're partying. We're having a good old time. We're reckless. And it's me, my girlfriend, and my good friend, Derek, Tricked Up, the guy who does our theme song. You're listening to Tricked Up in the Mix. We show up, and we meet up with Stilts, and it's great. And we go into this convention. It's in this huge lobby area. And... There's just a fuck ton of Herbalife fucks in there. These people are praising and worshiping this fucking substance like it's Christ himself. Do you feel like it was a cult? It felt like a legitimate cult. But when I first walked in... Do you think if you were to talk shit about Herbalife that they would fuck you up, dude? You know what? I felt like it at the moment that if I was to say anything bad about this company... It was on site. It'd be great if they just beat the shit out of you, dude. They're like kneecap you. <laughs> no, you know, they were overly enthusiastic. Heretic! <laughs> you know, like, just anything else. You know, people just happy about this product. They're bringing up people with their success stories. They're talking about this product and how it changed their lives, how they got their friends into it, how their friends are living the best lives. Sounds like my company. <laughs> to be honest, when we first get there... It's boring. Like, why am I becoming a distributor of this bullshit? I'm not even listening. I'm just sitting here. And I'm just looking at Derek, and he's feeling the same way. He's like, why did we agree to this? Did you guys escape? Oh, not quite yet. But, uh, you know, we're sitting there, and they're talking and talking. And we go to lunch. And we go down the street, and we grab ourselves some pizza. While we're eating, (laughs) Stilt said, do you guys want to get a little trippy? (laughs) And by this point, we're like, yes, whatever it takes to get through this boring fucking convention. You know what I mean? You guys were trying to get on that vibe. They were dancing to the Herbalife beat, bro. <laughs> Just imagine the Herbalife people fucking Dude, getting yeah, it, like, like fucking getting it for real, though. Worshipping this shit. So Stilts, he slides across to us on the table two tabs of LSD. And we're like, okay, yeah, this ought to make things fun. This is Vegas vibes. He passes us the tabs, and we're like, all right. So we pop those motherfuckers in. And we're like, all right, well, lunch is over. Let's get back to the convention. It gets back into it. And it starts to hit me. And I'm just, like, staring at everybody. I'd look at someone, and when I'd look at them, I felt like they were already staring at me, and then they'd look away really quick. Then I remember, I was like, you know what? I have a bag of K and Molly in my pocket. <laughs> oh my God. I was trying to stay sober for this because I wanted to take it seriously. Like Stills was taking this completely seriously. It wasn't like, it's nothing fun, you know? It's a fucking convention. I don't blame you for getting wild after he slid you some yeah. tabs. I mean, <laughs> at this point, it's all balls to the walls. It's like, who gives a fuck? We're chipping balls and I start to think very bad shit. No. I look over to Stilts. And he is fucking dancing and singing and worshiping and like praise herbal life. (laughs) And I'm starting to think, is this motherfucker brainwashed? Is he getting sucked into this cult? The way they are talking, the way they are acting, it is not normal. This is a product. This is a pyramid scheme and it's bullshit. That's what I told early on. I was like, this is a pyramid scheme. It's the definition of a fucking pyramid. Or, sorry, stilts. It's the definition of a pyramid scheme. Yeah, and I look at Derek, and he has fear in his eyes as well. I can see the fear. (laughs) You're being sucked in, dude. We're being sucked in, and I'm like, are we getting pulled into this? Like, is it too late to turn back? And at this point is when I tell Derek. This is excellent, dude. (laughs) I lean over to Derek, and I'm like, listen, bro. Let's just get more fucked up. I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> they can't get you if you're drooling on the floor. If we're so fucked up, they can't brainwash us. We'll be fine and we'll get out of this. <laughs> You'd be impervious to damage. I lean over to Stilt and I have tunnel vision and I tap on his shoulder. And, you know, he's in the middle of, you know, he's doing the jig. He's having a good time. <laughs> oh, fuck. And I'm like, listen, I'm going to go to the restroom. He's like, all right. He wants to believe, dude. He wanted to believe in this. He's so honest and just naive and innocent. And I don't blame him because it looked great. It looked great. And so I go to the bathroom and I'm like, all right, I need to do some of this K because like we spoke of earlier, I need to get 
my fucking brain just to turn off. Scramble your noggin. I hit it, and then I think to myself, oh no, I accidentally hit the molly. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I was about to start rolling tits at this fucking Herbalife cult Happy birthday, <laughs> happy birthday, happy, happy birthday to you. <laughs> I take out the other bag and I hit it. And it's that familiar, just fucking disgusting tranquilizer taste. So you slam both a fat chunk of molly and a fat chunk of ketamine in short succession. Each nostril was just devastated with powder, coated in filth. And I'm just zigzagging to the crowd. And I give the, the baggies to Derek. And he goes, and I think he just did the K, rightfully so. Nobody wants to roll balls at this. This isn't Skrillex, you know? Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm able to zone things out. I'm just a fucking fuck out there, just standing, you know, trying to fit in. Derek comes back. And I shit you not, a couple minutes after we get back, a bunch of Herbalife people just start surrounding the premises. They all, like, form this huge circle. Meat circle. The stage is just completely full of people. And they drop Party Rock by LMFAO. Shake that. Every day I'm shuffling. God. They start going off, dude. Like, they're throwing drinks in the air. People are standing on the chairs. There's literal grannies doing like a rainbow dance all around us. What the fuck are you talking about? Everyone in this crowd was losing their shit. Dude, what if Herbalife Cthulhu had been summoned in that very moment? If anything was going to get summoned, it was at that very moment. <laughs> I look at Stilts and this motherfucker is standing on a chair doing the rainbow motion like the grannies as well. <laughs> what? Really? He was in it, dude. <laughs> and he... what the fuck, dude? <laughs> totally would. Or Stilton totally join a fucking cult, dude. Ryan would too. I'm not gonna lie, Ryan, you would. I wouldn't. Come on, dude. No. I honestly thought that he was fucking turning on me. This devastated me, right? Right in the middle of my trip, he takes me and starts introducing me to all these important Herbalife people who are up in the chain. He's like, yeah, this is my cousin. He's going to start distributing. And I'm just sitting there like a fucking NPC, non-playable character. Just like, hello. Hi. Just like, I don't know what the fuck to do with myself. Oh, citizen. We leave and it's over. And yay, verily, Stilts ends up just being the same old dude he was. But for a second there, I really thought that he was joining a cult, the Herbalife cult. And it, it was truly terrifying. I understand if they banned him because of fucking how we were acting, but I feel like he held his composure pretty well. Well, from what he said, um, his boyfriend at the time kind of lost his shit. Do you recall that at all? I don't recall him losing his shit because I was so fucked off myself. Understanding was that he was caught actually snorting ketamine by a security guard. <laughs> and they didn't know what the powder was, but they just knew that he was banned. Yeah, I had no idea about that. Do you think that the spell that Herbalife cast on you worked? I've been drinking Herbalife shakes every morning since then. How much weight have you lost? Fucking all of it, dude. I'm nothing but... <laughs> you look like... You look like a Skeletor, Skeletron. Skeletor. But yeah, I'm totally excited for you guys. There's a few things I can definitely recommend you guys check out. And I have a feeling you're going to strike it big, especially you, Ronnie Pooh. Real quick, since we're on the topic of Vegas, so Cardi B was actually a stripper before fame and glory as a, a rap artist. And I don't know, there's a lot of videos of her pre, you know, fame where she's topless and shit and that's all chill. But there was a certain video circulating around. I know I've seen it on like porn videos and shit like that of Cardi B shoving a beer bottle into her pussy and giving it back to patrons at a, at a strip club. Have you seen this video? No, you've seen Cardi B do it or just other thoughts? They were saying it was Cardi B. That's what it's posted as. Yeah, it really does look like her. If you look, if you watch this video, you, you can look it up. Just look up Cardi B, beer bottle, stripper. You'll find that video. And it's basically a stripper who looks quite like Cardi B, shoving like two or three beer bottles up her pussy. What an interesting ability to have. Full beer bottles. And usually it seemed like once she shoved them up there that, that it would get all foamy, you know, like it would overflow. It was like a yeast reaction. It's a yeast reaction, indeed. It's like a kangaroo pouch. <laughs> That's incredible. Moist just for your Joey. 
so she actually had to shoot down these allegations and she she posted on twitter she used the spongebob text to kind of shoot it down she said uh you used to shove beer bottles up your pussy this is how y'all look she's like that bitch ain't me so she basically shoots it down saying this is not me in this video i did not in fact shove a beer bottle up my pussy and i'm not down with that but she's not judging, and she's open to it if other strippers want to do that. I believe her. I totally believe her. Why would she lie about that of all fucking things? There's another video of her twerking on this old, dirty white man. He looks like he owns a football team or something. Robert Kraft. He looks very happy. He's just cheerful, and she's twerking on him. And I'm like, this is wholesome entertainment, you know? <laughs> yeah, I love her. And um, if she did it, she'd definitely say she would. She would. She would have admitted it. I mean, she admitted to drugging guys in the strip club, and that caught a lot of heat, but I don't give a fuck. I'd let her drug me any day. And guess what? She came out unscathed. She came out totally fucking unscathed. No one even gave a fuck. I know a couple people give a fuck, but they could go fuck themselves. I ain't worried about it. (laughs) Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro. I do think it's a little crazy that she was drugging guys and that Bernie Sanders had an interview with that person. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? She should totally be his running mate. Um, were there any other topics you guys wanted to get out? Nintendo has announced something juicy. <laughs> Nintendo did it, ladies and gentlemen. Dude, I gotta say, this is the juiciest news since WAP. In case you guys are wondering what the fuck this guy is talking about, Nintendo is releasing a video game collection called the 3D All-Stars Collection, which features Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine, and Super Mario Odyssey. Let's go! Uh, from what I believe is just a limited time release, isn't it? I don't know if it's a limited time release, but I do know that they have upscaled the uh, resolution and they've maximized, or they've optimized it for widescreen. So it's going to actually, everything, all the pixels will be perfectly matched for an HD widescreen. Even though you're still going to notice Mario 64 is blocky as fuck. Wouldn't you love like a full remaster instead? You know, I really thought they would do that, and I feel like they're taking That's the what lazy I approach. That's what I hope. Fucking whatever, right? Exactly. I just really want to play Sunshine, dude. I really like Sunshine for some reason. Dude, what a good excuse to get all 121 stars again in Mario 64, you know? For real, though, I think it's only in limited release, which I think is stupid. If that's the case, they're fools. They are. They're absolute fools. You better be on your shit, then. I'm getting that shit. Oh, more video game talk. How do you feel about the next-gen consoles? What are you going to buy? Are you Xbox or are you Sony? Obviously, I'm a Sony fuck. After the PS4 Slaughterfest, dude. Same. Come on, dude. PS4 is a no-brainer for us console plebs. Did you also hear that they're going to release The Witcher 3 on PS4 or on PS5? And if you own a previous copy, you get it for free. I'm going to goddamn replay it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's like playthrough number four already. Dude. You got to stop. But it's so good. <laughs> CD Projekt Red is literally the best fucking company of all time. They just keep doing good things over and over. No one has done that better than them. Yeah, they're like, hey, you like this game a lot? Well, here, it's for free. Now, are you PS5 at launch, though? That's the question. I think I am. I'm going to get it at launch. <laughs> I have to, dude. <laughs> Girl, that's a booty hole. No. Um, man, dude, global warming, huh? <laughs> Just like... <laughs> Ronnie Pooh finds the best gifts. I wish I wish that our fans could see our Discord because it adds such an extra layer to this experience. That's fucking disgusting, dude. <laughs> it's horrible, usually. I hate that I hate that this is on my work laptop too. Like I hope they're not watching. <laughs> Let me turn off the VPN so they don't watch us still. You should have got in incognito mode, bro. Dude, if you think that they don't watch you in incognito mode, I hope the they FBI is don't. jacking off to your porn selection, dude. FBI, open up! <laughs> Real quick, what is the most intense hobo interaction either you boys has ever had? Wait, hold up. What? What? What is the most intense homo interact? No, I'm just kidding. Hobo. <laughs> Hobo interaction, homeless person interaction. The most homosexual interaction I ever experienced is whenever you spread your cheeks above my friend's face. That wasn't you, that was him. You didn't experience it. <laughs> Why did you do that? I witnessed it, which was pretty intense. Paradox. Yeah. This isn't about me. Let's move along. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, 
So, hobo interactions. <laughs> I've had quite a few, like, recently, actually. Intense hobo interactions? In that small town? Yeah, because where I work, we are right next to the International Crackhead Alley. <laughs> like, they literally walk back and forth down this alley all day, every day. Hitting pookies? It's a spectacle, really. It's just kind of like watching an episode of The Walking Dead, just a lot sadder. We leave our gates open, like our side gates open, because it gets really hot during the summer. Right. Well, randomly, every once in a while, a hobo will just walk in and just walk around like nothing. They'll come up and they'll be like, hey, how much does your soda cost? I'm like, bro, there's literally a dollar store right across the street. Like, We don't sell soda here. You, try, you get guys trying to buy bootleg pop? Yeah, and the other night, like 10 at night, dude. I just see a little chunky Mexican child just standing in the corner of the warehouse. And I'm like, what, what the, the fuck? fuck? Get out of here. He waves me down and I think he's just waving at me. So I say hi and he's just standing there. So I, I walk up to him. I'm like, can I help you? Is your warehouse wide open for strangers to enter? Yeah, it's just open gates. Why don't you have a locked door, dude? What the fuck? Well, we do. But like I said, it gets really hot. So we open up the side gates. You guys are savage. Yeah. And I walk up to this child. I'm like, can I help you, little boy? And he's like, um, can I have some Pepsi? And I was like, no, like, I can't give you any Pepsi. And then I look behind him and in the shadows is just some man just standing there. And he's like, come on, let's go. And they walk off into the, the darkness. A man was waiting in the shadows to see your response, and he was disappointed and took his child away. You should have gave him a fucking Pepsi, dude. What a dick. Yeah, you goddamn corporate schlub. No, because You're a fucking worm, dude. Once you give one of them a Pepsi, they all want a Pepsi. Dude, you're a corporate libtard, dude. You act like you don't have Pepsi running through your veins right fucking now, you piece of shit. <laughs> I haven't drank a soda pop in ages, motherfucker. That's good, dude. That's good. I would be much more obese. <laughs> <laughs> if I had soda pop as an issue, thankfully it's not. Another time, one guy comes in and he's wearing shades and he's wearing a bandana and he has long hair and he has tattoos and he just looks like a, a rebel. And he's like, hey, man, um, can I get some of that Pepsi? You know, that's just what it always is, obviously. Nobody ever has a different line for you guys. <laughs> so it's Pepsi. <laughs> At least you know what they want when they come in. It's yeah. like they mostly just want some Pepsi. <laughs> they just want some pop. That's it. That's surprising because I thought uh, Dr. Pepper is the most popular soda. No, Pepsi is, dude. Well, Dr. Pepper it really is, is, but it's a Coke product. So get your shit straight. You're the biggie smalls of soda pops. Anyway, this guy walks in. He's like, can I get some Pepsi? And I'm like, no, sir, I can't get you a Pepsi. There's a camera right there. And I point to the corner. We literally have a decoy camera there that's just there to trick them. It doesn't work. And I tell him, listen, if I give you some of this Pepsi, they're going to they're gonna chew me out. We're in the middle of a pandemic. They're keeping a close eye on us. And he becomes distressed. He's like, I know your boss. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, your boss, Alex. And that is not my fucking boss. I don't know what he's talking about. My boss's name is Mike. <laughs> And I'm How like, much you want to bet that was one manager like several years ago or something? <laughs> uh, he's probably just fucking tripping balls. I mean, he was drenched in sweat and he was trembling. So do you say he basically tried a charisma check to just see if you would fall for it? Yeah, but I was too high of a level to where he just completely failed. <laughs> and I was like, no, there's no Alex here. And he's like, yeah, he's this tall. He's Mexican. <laughs> You should be like, you know what? You deserve a Pepsi. <laughs> you know what? It was pretty impressive because he was really trying to get a Pepsi. He was like, come on, man. Just one. The Lord sent him there. And I'm just like, bro, like, what are you talking about? Like, there's a dollar. Why would the Lord send you to a Pepsi warehouse? He said, <laughs> yeah. he said, he said I know you're a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, Ryan. That gif is excellent. I don't care about the podcast at the moment. Oh, man, Ryan just dropped an excellent fucking Pepsi <laughs> gift. <laughs> I'm going to make that the, thumb, the thumbnail. <laughs> Please. <laughs> that's the guy that's wanting the Pepsi. Okay. The moral of the story is I'm just constantly getting bombarded by crackheads who just want a little bit of pop. Well, that's an innocent request, dude. Give them soda pops. 
dude. Fuck them and fuck you. <laughs> no, I just imagine. <laughs> hey, man. Let me get some Pepsi. That'd be fucking terrifying. <laughs> They're always high. They're always tripping balls. Obviously, they never make sense. And... Yeah, they never make sense. And the last one that we had an encounter with was trying to steal Pepsi truck batteries right in front of us. You sent like Snapchats about it or yeah. something. He's like just walking around looking at the trucks. Just walking around looking at the trucks. And then he it got to the point to where he would just sit there right in front of us, open the battery compartment, and just try to start taking it out. And we're like, stop right there, criminal scum. He'll get up, walk away silently. Stand in the corner for a little bit, come back and do it again. It was weird, dude. Dude, he since fucking uh, uh, Grand Theft Auto where if you just wait long enough, <laughs> they just stop noticing. <laughs> That's how he was acting. <laughs> what yeah. The fuck? And like, he wouldn't say a single word. And he just looked visibly angry. And he was just standing outside the warehouse, pacing back and forth the entire shift. Eight hours just walking around out there. Surely he could have found a different place to steal a battery. That would have been easier. It was a hot mess. There's a car battery shop a few blocks away from that Pepsi warehouse where he could have gotten a battery much easier. Yeah, that's true. But these people are so out of their fucking minds, they don't even think of that. Now, Ryan, I think you had an interesting hobo experience, right? With an ungrateful hobo or no? I've had a lot of shitty ass hobo experiences as well. One of them, I was going through a Taco Bell drive-thru, actually, and um, he walked up to my window, and he's like, hey, man, you think you can buy me something? And I was like, yeah, I could get something for you. And he's like, all right, I want an extra-large grilled stuffed burrito. <laughs> I, want, I want that steak, add potatoes, add extra nacho cheese. Like the most expensive item. And I was just like, uh, nah, dude. I drove through, and then he was waiting on the other side. He's like, yo, man, you get me that burrito? And I handed him, like, a bean burrito, and I was like, dude, here you go. I was like, you need to learn some fucking <laughs> gratitude, like, appreciation. I was like, you need to check yourself, dog. Honestly, dude, if you're in that situation, don't be an ungrateful fucking prick, dude. He wanted the best meal on the fucking menu. <laughs> he went hard on his order. And then there's another time I went, I pulled up to a gas station and some guy walks up and he's like, hey, man, you think you can spot me like 25 or something dollars? I was just like. Nah, I don't got any money, but I can buy you something. And I went inside and I like bought a couple snacks. And I came back out and I handed them to him. But he was like, nah, dude, I just want some money. I was just like, you know what, dude? I was like, fuck <laughs> you, bro. I got all pissed off. And I was like, you're a real piece of shit, dude. I was like, isn't there fucking homeless shelters and all these resources for you? And he's like, dude, I have high anxiety and I can't go and deal with that shit. Aww. And I was just like, dude, I was like, I don't give a fuck. You're homeless. It seems like you don't have many options. And um, then I flipped him off and I drove away because I was pissed off. Damn. <laughs> Keep this in the podcast, you fucking bitch. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But I do hate when you keep our coughs in the podcast. I only keep the ones that matter, dude. <laughs> like, there's context to it. That's the meth. That's the meth speaking. I'm sorry to get so intense, ladies and gentlemen. I don't want to. I want to threaten Paradox. I love you, man. But I'll fuck you up if you look at me sideways. We need to end this episode ASAP. Are there any <laughs> final thoughts for our lovely <laughs> listeners? Wait, 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 wait. I didn't tell you guys about my hobo interactions, huh? Yeah, lay it on us before we end this. Well, the only hobo interaction I really want to talk about is the time that Ryan almost got carved up by a homeless man. I don't think I did. <laughs> No, he didn't almost get carved up. We were at Portland State University, and we were, like, getting off of the train. And we are just going to explore downtown Portland. And there was a guy who seemed very friendly and nice, but he had, like, a dagger in his fucking hand. And he was like, (laughs) Hey, guys. Hey, did you know that if you open up your fucking forearm, that there's prime rib in there? (laughs) And Ryan was like... (laughs) (laughs) Ryan was was like huh and the guy's like yeah come over here and Ryan follows this fucking guy with a knife in his hand to go look at it over there and he had been carving his fucking arm up and his arms like bleeding already and I'm like I grab Ryan I grab him I'm like Ryan no (laughs) don't follow that guy hey man 
To be fair, it would have been fun to see if he had the prime rib <laughs> yeah. on the inside of it. It would have been interesting if he had a secret source of prime rib. <laughs> like, he might have been onto something. I understand the curiosity on Rodney's part. You're right. Maybe I shouldn't be so goddamn cynical all the time. <laughs> I'm probably missing out. They just enjoyed a delicious meal of arm prime rib in the sh corner. No, I. He never threatened me. He said he was going to cut his own arm and open. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't. He wasn't being vicious. He was actually being informative. He was telling you, you have access to delicious meat right here at arm's length. Did you realize the whole time there was meat inside of you? <laughs> you were made of delicious, delicious meat. But what I will say is, it's been a pleasure talking to you gentlemen tonight. <laughs> and uh, that fat monkey you sent a picture of in Discord. I hope everyone just looks up fat orangutan.